I'd like to welcome everybody into the Lord's house this morning. Good to be in the Lord's house and good to see everybody cheer. Uh, good to have our visitors. We want to say we appreciate you for coming. And we appreciate Sunday school. Had a good, in, uh, a good Sunday school this morning. Uh, interesting Sunday school. And uh, we recommend to people, uh, if you're missing Sunday school, make an effort to come. It'll be worth your while. We've got a lot of good Sunday school classes, and uh, I appreciate our Sunday school. And so I also have uh, some verses I want to read this morning and opening up. It's in First uh, John chapter 5 and uh, here in uh, verse uh, 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, <clears throat> the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three are one. Or excuse me, and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his son. So let's stand for just a moment of prayer. As we pray, precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us be here today. God, we pray you just give us a spiritual time to worship you in spirit and truth. Uh, God, we praise you and we thank you for your blessings in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. Page 28.
Page 76. Page 76.
Page four.
this time, we'll have our choir come down and we'll turn it off. It's an honor and a privilege to be in the Lord's house this morning. Uh, I'm thankful for those choir songs. Uh, I'd like to reiterate what Terry said. I'm thankful for Sunday school this morning. Uh, In our Sunday school class, we're going through the 18 articles of faith. And uh, we went through the third one last week. And it talked about of the fall of man. And it talked about how sinful man is and uh, how we've come short of the glory of God. And then we started on the fourth article today, which is of the way of salvation. So that fourth article, that third article talks about how bad we are. And the fourth article tells us how we can avoid our sinful death that we have to pay. Um, we were reading through the in Second Corinthians, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it real quick. You bear with me. Um, I, uh, this verse has been stuck with me ever since I've been studying for it, and it's just still with me to, today. So you pray for me. I'm going to read it real quick. In the fifth chapter of 2 Corinthians, the 21st verse, it says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Uh, He knew no sin, he was not sin, but he took on our sin for us, and we took on his righteousness when we got saved. And I told him in Sunday school, it's not my righteousness, and it wasn't his sin, but he loved me enough that he died for me anyways. Oh man, it's good to be in the Lord's house this morning, and if you don't know what we're singing about and what we're testifying about this morning, you could get it this morning. Uh, you don't have to leave today and be sad in your heart tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm so thankful to be here this morning, and we'll ask at this time, if everyone will, please stand to your feet. Man, I love my church. Love the Lord this morning. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Hands all over the house. Remember those. Does anybody have a spoken prayer request this morning? Let's really remember our service, remember our pastor, remember Continental's uh, homecoming this morning. Mikey Jackson's there and Levi's there uh, this afternoon. We're going to try and go over there this afternoon. So I'm really looking forward to hearing some good news come out of that service, just like I'm looking for good news out of this one. Amen. Absolutely. I appreciate that. That's good. Anybody else? Anybody else have anything at all before we go to the Lord in prayer? If not, we'll ask Dave Jordan to lead us in prayer.
We'll ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart. I've got just one more thought I wanted to share. We were at that service last night at Leadowitz Church, and um, I talked about this in Sunday school as well, but it's still with me. There's a lady sing a song, and um, it talking about how blessed we are and how thankful we are for the Lord and um, it talked about where he's brought me from and I thought about how sometimes I've had some hardships in my life and how I've done the Lord wrong and hadn't been living like I was supposed to all the time but that's not what that song was necessarily talking about Uh, that song was talking about how he brought me from the trespasses of sin under his righteousness no matter how bad I was when I was saved but not living right I was in a lot worse condition before I got saved when I needed the Lord still And so if you're here this morning and you're not saved, you're the reason why we're gathered here. Gary talked about that before Sunday school. Uh, Is there not a cause? Well, if you're not saved, you're the cause this morning. We're here. I mean, I'm I'm excited to be here. Anybody else have anything before we turn over to our pastor? If not, we'll turn over to you, Terry. Well, it's good to be in the Lord's house. I appreciate the choir singing, and I really appreciate uh, Jeremy opening up service, and how the Lord uh, blessed him, and um, he was so powerful. And I'm thankful that... Uh, as that scripture he shared, I'm thankful that our Lord Jesus Christ was made sin for us. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, my mind goes back to the first time I ever encountered that scripture, and I, I read it again to see if I'd read it right. And uh, it still astounds me and amazes me that Jesus Christ was made sin for us. And as Jeremy explained, he had no sin. He never sinned any not one bit, but he was made sin for us so we could have his righteousness. And boy, how precious is that. And I'm, I'm thankful to be in the Lord's house this morning. And I'd like to see somebody get saved. 
I'd like to see somebody that's already saved really get on fire for God. And uh, so God's good to us and uh, blessed us so much. I'd like to read from the book of Jude today, if you'd like to read. But before that, let me ask again if somebody's got a song. That just come on my heart real strong. So uh, let me ask that again. Somebody might feel like singing. I'm not in a bit of a hurry. If you've got a song on your heart, if you feel like singing, come sing it. We'd appreciate it if you feel like it. <clears throat> Anybody? All right, then we'll go to the book of Jude. And uh, it's just one chapter, so I'm going to start at verse 1 and read through verse 3, God permitting. Jude a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. And so he's explaining who this is to. Um, To those that are sanctified by God the Father, preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. What a wonderful statement. And listen to verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Wow, what a, what a verse. And so... Uh, I suspect that when he got this on his heart to write, um, he may have prayed and labored. And he said, when I diligently uh, gave all diligence, I wanted to do just like God wanted me to do it. And then he did. This is just what God wanted. But he said, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. And that's what I want to preach about this morning. God permitting is the common salvation. And, uh, you know, we use that word common, and it has different definitions. Uh, sometimes we use the word common, and uh, we say uh, ordinary or not very special. It's just common. Well, that's not what the word means here. Now, there's another definition of common, which means available to everyone. Well, praise God, I'm glad that salvation is common in that respect, that it's available to everyone. Uh, Why are you so happy about that, preacher? Because when it become available to everyone, it become available to me. And I'm glad I have it this morning. And so he said, when I uh, gave all diligence to write to you of the common salvation, it was needful for for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Where was it delivered at? It was delivered on the cross of Calvary. And uh, I'm telling you what, what Jesus did at Calvary, uh, he died and then he rose again and he's alive. And what he did there uh, is good all the way back to Adam. And it was good uh, at the little white block building uh, on Albert Street, uh, the first building that Lima Missionary Baptist Church had, uh, the little white block building. It wasn't real fancy. Uh, but boy, it's uh, one of the most precious memories in my life. It is the most precious memory in my life uh, when I got saved. 
And so I praise God that I got what the Lord was offering to me. I got saved. And I'm glad that we need to contend uh, for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And so uh, what's that mean, preacher? It means we need to give it everything we've got. Uh, I need to do everything I can and do it the best I can uh, with all humbleness. Uh, I need to uh, obey the Lord. I need to live for him. I need to do everything I can for him. I need to try to be spiritual for him. I need to be a light uh, to our people. And so uh, I want to go back, uh, talking about the common salvation. Uh, I want to go back uh, into the 21st uh, chapter of 1 Samuel. And want to give you a, a little illustration back here. Uh, David, we call him King David a lot. This was actually before uh, he was uh, put in as king. He was a young man and Saul was still the king. Uh, David, he was a man with a lot of power. He was God's man. Uh, you know, he'd already uh, slain Goliath and uh, God had blessed him and uh, uh, the people, they sang a song. Uh, Saul has uh, slain his thousands. Uh, David has uh, slain his ten thousands. And so they, they promoted, in their thoughts, they promoted David up above Saul. And I can understand that. Uh, it made Saul jealous and he was angry. Uh, he got angry at David. Uh, he set out with his men to try to uh, kill David. He even threw a javelin at him, but he missed him. Uh, God wouldn't let him kill him, uh, but he got his army together. He began to try to kill David, and he began to try to kill David's men. And they were out on the run. And down here in the 21st uh, chapter of uh, 1 Samuel, if you want to read this, you feel free to do that. And talk down. And David, uh, he went down to a place where the priest was at, down at the temple. And the priest down there was named Ahimelech. And so he said, uh, to Ahimelech, he said, I need something to eat. I'll just put this in my words. Probably don't need to read it. But uh, he said, we need something to eat. He said, what's that you've got under your hand there? I'd like to have uh, five loaves of that bread or as much as you got, as much as you can spare me. Uh, but Ahimelech said, uh, I don't have any common bread. He said, this is hallowed bread. Uh, this is holy bread. This is bread that's been sanctified uh, for just using in the temple. And uh, the only ones could eat that uh, was the priests that uh, served in the temple. A uh, common everyday man uh, can't eat that. Uh, just putting in my words. Uh, but David said to him, uh, he said, well, we're hungry. And he said, uh, even though this is holy bread, even though it's been sanctified just today, he said, there's a, a manner of it. Uh, he said, there's uh, some aspect of it. It's still common. He said, and we're hungry. And, and we need the bread. Well, Ahimelech uh, understood the need. And he said, uh, here, uh, take all you need. And uh, he gave him what he needed uh, to feed himself and his men. Boy, I praise God. Uh, one time, uh, Brother Creed, uh, one time uh, I was uh, uh, hungry. And the devil was after me. He wanted to kill me in sin. He wanted me to go to hell. But I'm glad when I come to the high priest. Himelech was a high priest. I'm glad when I come to the high priest. I'm glad he had bread for me. It was holy bread, but it was common bread. I want to preach today that uh, we have a common salvation. Uh, we have a common bread of life. Uh, I ate the bread of life off of God's table. And uh, I'll have to admit to you that there's been some times in my life, uh, and uh, Blaine uh, talked about this in Sunday school uh, for himself, but I'll use myself. 
There's been times in my life since I've been saved that I haven't appreciated God like I ought to. Uh, there's been times that I didn't uh, live like I should. Uh, there's been times that I wasn't the light to the people around me that I should have been. Uh, God still loved me anyway. Uh, he wasn't happy with the way I was doing uh, but I was still saved. Uh, but when I look back at it, uh, it makes me ashamed uh, that I failed God so much. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, when I came, I remember one time I'd been out of church and uh, not living right, not doing what I'm supposed to. Uh, and God spoke to my heart. And uh, the devil said, uh, you don't need to go to the altar. The devil said, uh, you can't live that way. Uh, but in my heart, I knew uh, that if I followed God, I could live that way. Not because of my goodness, but because of God's power. God said, he that's within you, that Holy Spirit, it's greater than he that's within the world. Now, I want to preach to you today. Let me say it this way. Uh, everybody that's lost, if they'll come God's way, they'll get saved. And everybody that's saved, if they'll come God's way, they can live for Jesus. Why? Because it's the common salvation. It's the common bread. It's the holy bread. There's nothing as special as the bread of life. But yet God made it available to all people. He made it a common bread. Well, praise God. And so you're back here where Jude was writing. He said, when I consider this diligently, uh, I need to write unto you. Uh, you need uh, to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Let me ask you a question. I'm not asking you to hold your hand up. Don't mean it that way. But I want us all uh, to ask ourselves the question, uh, did God do anything special for me? Well, praise God. Uh, he did something special for me. What did he do? He gave his darling son. I well, praise God. Uh, I guess everybody can relate to this. Uh, I, couldn't give, I couldn't give my son uh, for somebody else. Uh, good as I love the people around me, I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't give my a daughter for somebody else. I couldn't give one of my grandchildren uh, for somebody else. I couldn't uh, give my daughter-in-law or my son-in-law for anybody else. Couldn't give my wife. People that are close to me that I love, I just couldn't do it. But God, David... God loved me and you. He loved us all enough that he offered up his son. And this astounds me, Ken Hall. He didn't just figure that out. He knew he was going to do it before he ever formed Adam out of the dust of the ground, Jerry. Before he ever uh, breathed into his nostrils a breath of life. He already knew he loved us good enough, Sister Karen, that he was going to let his son come and die. Talk about a common salvation. Uh, praise God, uh, Jeremy Martin. Uh, he gave his son so everybody could have uh, what we've got here today. Boy, this is special. Uh, I appreciate this. Uh, uh, different ones as mentioned lately. Uh, somebody even said today, think it was Jeremy when he was up here. Thank God for my church. It's so special. Boy, I'm telling you what it is special. But it's special because we've got the common salvation uh, that God gave through his blessed son. And so over here, Jude said, I want to write to you to earnestly, not just halfway or half-heartedly, but I want to write to you earnestly uh, to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Boy, I'm telling you what, I'm glad when uh, David went down there to Ahimelech, I'm glad there was some bread down there. I want you to know there's bread on the table. 
You might say, well, preacher, I just see a, a bench up here. Where's the table at? God's got the table spread this morning. I have no doubt somebody could get saved if they come to Jesus this morning. I have no doubt that somebody could rededicate their life. Sometimes, let me just pause for a minute and say this. I'm not criticizing anybody, not condemning anybody. I don't mean it that way. But sometimes it just puzzles me, and I just wonder. I know we're all human, but sometimes... People that I know and that I've got confidence are saved that gets out of church and they keep staying out and keep staying out. And, and I say, well, in my heart, I say, oh, God, uh, what are they thinking? Time is getting by so fast. Uh, we know pretty soon uh, it'll be the anniversary. Pretty soon it'll be the 50th anniversary. Uh, Linda and I have been here uh, at Lima Missionary Baptist Church. I've been the pastor. Uh, I can't believe it. It just seemed like a year or two. But I'm telling you, time is getting by. If you're going to do anything for Jesus, you better hurry because time's getting away. Time's running out. And I'll tell you this, as a pastor, I've stood by the bedsides of people dying and they would cry, some of them. And Linda's been with me sometimes. And they'd say, I was going to get back in church and I was going to live for Jesus, but I don't know what happened. Time just got away. And now I'm dying. I've even had some of them. Uh, preacher, when you preach my funeral, please tell them I really am saved. I didn't show it, but I really am. Well, listen, uh, we need to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And let me tell you this. If you're here today and you're lost, what Jesus did at Calvary, that is your only hope of going to heaven Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't go to heaven unless you're saved. And if you want to help us all stand, that's enough preaching. Uh, boy, God's here this morning. He's sure powerful. Do you love God enough that you're willing to live for him? Do you love God enough today? Is he special enough to you? Has he done enough for you that you're willing to put him first instead of putting him second or third or fourth or fifth or somewhere in the background? God wants to be first. Will you do it today? Obey the Lord. You can have salvation and you can have joy in your heart. If you're saved, you can joy. You can have joy. Sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come to Jesus today. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what I can feel. Thank you for strength to say the words. Would you just come right now? Come on right now. Obey the Lord. But preacher, I'm just not like you. We're all individuals. We're all very unique individuals. But God has a common salvation that's fit for all of us. Well, I'm glad God fixed it that way. How does it fit me and fit you when we're not, in some ways, we're not just exactly alike? Well, God fixed us all with a soul. We've all got a soul today. And that soul needs Jesus. And if we have Jesus in our soul, we need to be living for him in our life. We need to be letting God have his way in our life. And we need to be, let our light shine. We need to be part of a, a good church that loves the Lord. We need to be 
honoring God and following God. We need to be one of God's soldiers. When David was down there, he had some soldiers with him. They all ate that holy bread. But David said it was common bread. Will you do that today? Why would you come to Jesus? Oh, I love my Jesus today. Please love him enough to obey him and honor him. Please love the Lord enough today to obey him and honor him. Please do that. Amen. How sad to face a judgment. Unprepared to meet thy God. <coughs> Amen. Ask him pause for just a minute. I want to say a few words and sing some more. I'm, my heart's just blessed this morning. And it's, it's burdened at the same time. And uh, if you're here today and you're lost, I'd pray that you'd come get saved. Let me ask you this. I'm, again, I'm not asking you to hold your hand up, uh, but have you thought about wanting to get saved? If you're lost, have you thought about needing to get saved? If you're lost, have you thought about not wanting to die and go to hell? I tell this a lot. When I was a lost boy, that's what my thoughts mostly was. I thought, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go down there where the devil's at and where the fire's burning. I don't want to go there. There's only one way to escape that place and not go there. That's to come and get saved. If you're here today and you feel like coming, just step out and come. If it'll help you, if there's a Christian close by to you uh, that you've got confidence in, maybe get them by the hand and say, I need to go to Alder. Will you go with me? I'm sure they will. So, so if you're lost today and God's calling you, please come. We'd like to see you get saved. Again, if you're here today and you've been saved but you're not living for God like you ought to, Jude was writing to you. Well, he wrote to all of us. But especially this morning applies to you. He said, I'll write unto you that you earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. <clears throat> Stand up for it. Live for it. <clears throat> Somebody said, Preacher, I don't know much about the Bible. Well, you can find more about it. But you don't have to whole, know a whole bunch about the Bible to testify for Jesus. You don't have to know a whole lot about the Bible to let your light shine. I've told this story plenty of times, but... Uh, years ago, there was a little girl got saved, and she came to church with some other folks. She, her family didn't come to church, but she came to church with some of her neighbors, and she got saved, and she had such a desire. And she brought some of her friends from the neighborhood. And one day, she come to church and said, Preacher, will you tell my friend about Jesus? I want her to have what I've got. And I got down on my knees and all her, and we had church hadn't started. I was trying to tell her friend about Jesus. And that little girl was standing there with tears in her eyes. She finally got me by the arm. She said, Preacher, I think you better let me do it. I was pleased to do it. See, God, Taylor, God would give her a testimony. And even though I was a preacher and I'd been preaching a long time, I couldn't give her testimony. I couldn't shine her light. When I was out of church, the devil said, There's a lot of good people living for the Lord. You don't need to. They take care of it. That's what the devil says. You can't take care of my part. And I can't take care of your part. If you've been saved, you need to live for God. And, and let, me, let me go to this point, and then pretty soon we'll have them sing. 
If you're here today and you've been saved and God's put your heart in this church and you're not a member here, but you need to be. You need to join this church. I'm going to ask you also to move to step out and come and follow the Lord. Everything God gives is important. Preacher, is it important where you belong to church? Well, sure it is. Yes, sir. And what God leads you, do that. Uh, what God tells you to do is important. And it'll bless your heart when you follow God. So, so if you're lost, you need to come. If you're out of fellowship, you need to come. If you need to join the church, come. Whatever it is that you need. And if I didn't cover it and God's talking to you about it, come anyway. Sing some more. Come on. Earnestly contend. Earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. He's calling today. Calling today. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. <coughs> Please come. Please come. Come on. Come on. Please come. Just step out and come. If you'll come, it might help somebody else come. But it'll help you. Come on. Come on, let's get in today. He's calling today. Why stand back? Why tell him no? Do you appreciate what he's done? Then show him. Show the Lord you appreciate it. You can't pay him back, but you can serve him and live for him. And you can let your light shine. And you can tell him, yay, God, thank you. Thank you, God, for what you've done. It's actions speak louder than words. You can say, I thank you. But if you really thank him, obey the Lord. Come on, come on, come on. Jesus is calling. songs. Thank you for your boy, your prayers were powerful this morning. I could feel them. And uh, I appreciate you praying. Appreciate the Lord moving. Appreciate you listening. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to a close to turn over to the announce the announcements. All right, thank you for being here. I appreciate everybody. If you want to be seated for just a minute, I want to, I want to explain something a little bit. Linda and I are going to do something a little bit different today. 
uh, as we get ready for the announcements, we've been instructed that it's best for us to go out <laughs> before the announcements are made. And, uh, you know, I, sometimes I can take instruction. And uh, so I'm going to this morning. And uh, thank you all for being here. Appreciate everybody. Uh, just, uh, I'll tell you what, just keep a praying. Mind the Lord. Uh, do whatever that God would have you to do, whenever he'd have you do it. And uh, pray, pray, pray. And uh, we need to be on praying grounds. If we're not on praying grounds, we need to get on praying grounds. And uh, so thank you for your attention. And uh, I'm going to turn over for the announcement. I have a few announcements 